I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Matt Ellis. Um, I'm just going to start this episode by clearing up something about a previous one. Now, we've, we've recorded an episode on Friday, so just after it was announced that David Hilton had taken over the club. So we went through sort of our thoughts about that. Um, some stuff about Lee Turnbull. We talked a bit about Nelson. We've been having some issues uploading it. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, then it, we've got it sorted and you've already heard it. Uh, if not, we're going to still try and put it up because, like I say, our initial reactions, it, it's all in that one. So, um, hope, yeah, we're going to try and get that episode to you, but it just uh, it might be a little bit later on. So, obviously, the big news at the minute is we've already announced the change of manager. So, Jimmy Dean has come in. It's been announced today as we're recording this on the Sunday. Um, he joins as the club first team manager from Peterborough Sports uh, brings his assistant Chris Plummer as well and then N- Michael Nelson which I think obviously we're going to talk a lot about him um, he's staying on certainly at the minute anyway um, as head coach so obviously that's like a role we've had before isn't it you know Nick Dawes was in that role previously um, we can go into his record we can go into all of that I'm sh- you know I'm sure we will this is this is a, a, I guess a type of manager We've we've not really done before. We've talked on previous podcasts, haven't we, about where do we go next? What do we do? What type of manager do we bring in? And you know, we all know we've we've tried them all. This is this is one of the only things we've not really tried. Sort of non-league knowledge down there. You know, bit unknown how this is going to play out. But on paper, it's all looking in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think looking at his record, um, obviously um, he's taken Peter Brasprot sort of up through the leagues and. Um, you know his, his win rate and everything there is is absolutely fantastic. So on paper, I think it's it's um, a really good appointment. I think um, you know it's a progressive appointment. So I think we can not really have any complaints about that. I think it is, as you say, something we've not really tried with with managers um, or managerial appointments in the past. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting how it goes. I just think there's there's various kind of elements to this that um, sort of Nelson. Can probably feel hard done by because I think he's he's had a good spell in charge. I think um, you know he was getting he was playing relatively well with with the players that he had available, um, and I think you know he will feel that he probably deserved a crack at it um, at least till the end of the season. I was certainly of that opinion as well. I think um, he's done enough to to probably deserve that. Um, however, you know I think when a new man comes in, um, they always look to try and appoint their own um, staff, whether that's manager, whether that's you know backroom staff, office staff, you know, they've got to have people around them that, that they can trust or, or who they think can do a job. And, you know, I think ultimately it was probably expected, I think. Um, Nelson was doing a good job. It's always in the back of your mind that, that he'll want to bring someone in. So, you know, I think, yeah, it was probably expected. And, and Michael Nelson was probably, um, although he'll be disappointed, probably saw it coming. Um, so that's kind of one thing. Um, and then, you know, the other thing, one thing that um, Hilton did say in his interview, which which I thought was quite interesting, that we're still sort of a, an EFL club in non-league. I don't know. I don't know sort of staffing levels compared to where we were a couple of years ago. Um, you know, we, we seem to be losing a lot of staff. Um, but he obviously still feels that, that we're probably overstaffed in some areas. 
Um, so I found that quite interesting as well, that, that essentially there's there's two new bodies on the payroll, if you like, um, given Nelson has, has got the contract that he that he deserves for the work that he's put in over the last few months. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting sort of how that dynamic works because obviously uh, Dean and, and Plummer have been together a number of years now. So, you know, they'll have their own ideas and, and how they want to do things. And, you know, Nelson has built up that rapport with the players um, over the past few months and he's obviously got them playing for him. So I think it was important that he did stay. Um, how that's going to work as sort of a trio, you know, who knows? Time will tell on that. Um, you know, I've seen a few people a little bit disappointed, but I think on paper, if you look at the managerial appointment alone, then then I think it's a good one. Um, I just think it's how potentially it's come about that that's maybe left a bit of a sour taste. Well, yeah. Do you want to maybe let's just go into that bit before we look a bit more at um, at Dean's record? Because uh, obviously, obviously, we're referring to the the situation with with Humberside, and I, th- I think that's really what where where people have tripped up a little bit with this, isn't it? Because you know, like you say, on paper, it looks a decent appointment. At any other point, you'd be saying, yeah, let's give this a go, really. Um, I think it's because Nelson's obviously he's done so well since he's been here. Um, maybe for those that didn't hear the interview, do you want to just go through like how it came about and what happened? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a very difficult situation, I think, for, um, for Ollie and, and Mike as well, because I think someone had just texted into the programme and, um, and basically said that, that Jimmy Dean was, was on the way as manager. And it was maybe two minutes before the interview with Michael Nelson. and I think um, Peterborough Sports themselves had tweeted out that he'd, he'd resigned or something already by this point as well, hadn't they? Maybe? Yeah, so so they'd done that. And I think, you know, I think the putting putting the two and two together, obviously um, a question was asked, of, you know, uh, to Michael Nelson whether he was aware or, you know, had, was his future, had, had it been clarified? And I think it was... Poor, really, that that Nelson sort of had to find out in that way. Um, I don't think there's any blame really uh, attached to Mike and Ollie. I think they're at the end of the day they're just doing the job. They've, they've had some information sent in and and they've kind of asked the question. Um, so you know, it's I know they're getting a bit of stick as well, but I don't think it was was great that he's found out in that way. And I think um, unfortunately the way it's kind of unfolded, it could have been dealt with a little bit better. I think, and and that's disappointing really because. It's the first kind of big um, decision that has been made um, by Hilton. Um, I don't think anyone's disappointed with the decision. It's just the way that it was kind of handled. Obviously, Nelson wasn't aware until until after the interview on Humberside. I think he sat down and, and they discussed it after the game. So, yeah, I think it, it could maybe have been handled a little bit better um, from that point of view. Although, you know, we're, we're in non-league at the moment. I think Hilton will probably find over the next couple of months that um, the spotlight is on him a little bit, and no disrespect to Wilkeston, um, but I do think you know he's going to have news outlets um, scrutinising some of these decisions and, and asking questions maybe a little bit more than than the press, you know, in in Derbyshire, um, just because of sort of the status of the club. I think I think it comes with um, you know where we are and. Obviously, with what's been going on over the past few months, I think there is a spotlight on the club. So I think he's going to kind of learn that pretty quickly that, um, you know, that those kind of decisions are going to be scrutinised. And, um, you know, hopefully he can learn from it. <clears throat> I think he's held his hands up today saying it's not ideal. I think it was on Twitter, uh, you know, fair enough. And, and he's explained sort of what's happened and, and why Nelson wasn't told and that he didn't want to kind of disrupt the um, preparation for the match. So, you know, fair enough. Um, he's come out and, and kind of answered that. So, um, yeah, I mean, moving forward, we've got to get behind 
sort of this new management group and and hopefully the players buy into it. Nelson's still there. Uh, the players seem to like him and and hopefully with, with these two um couple of pre- fresh pair of eyes and and some players on the way. Um you know, I think we can be cautiously optimistic, I think. Yeah, I think so. Matt, do you want to maybe bring in uh, bring in that tweet that Andy put out from Iron Stats because I know I know you you tend to do that, don't you? And it's uh, it's interesting reading. Yeah, um I mean, you know, look at Jimmy Dean's um his record as as a manager of Peter Sports and and kind of at this level really and and obviously below this is as, as good as you're going to get, let's be honest. Um 264 games, 169 wins, 39 draws, 56 losses, um 698 goals scored, which is 2.64 goals per game, uh, 297 goals conceded, which is 1.13 goals per game. Jimmy was, I kind of oversaw a 2.07 points per game um, return for Peterborough Sports and also his win record, which is outrageous, uh, really, at 64.02%. That also comes with four promotions and three league titles. So um, if if we're just kind of looking at and and analysing the appointment based on his statistics, which is, you know, a pretty safe way to do it, really, um, then... You know his 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 statistics his his record is, you know nothing short of exceptional really and and you know what what can we say I mean as Matt said I think that there, there was some uh, you know obviously kind of the the whole Humberside interview and, and the thing with with Nelson is uh, will have a, kind of less like you said Matt, a sour taste in some fans' mouth which is completely understandable and I understand that but we're kind of in a, in a weird situation at the minute um, where um, a new owner's come in which is uh, something that you know. Pretty much every Scunthorpe United fan has been hoping and praying for for the past sort of what sort of like eighteen months on you know in a in, in a real kind of fervid state and obviously previous to that when things were going downhill anyway but we've been asking for that and it, and, and there's been kind of moments where we thought it'd been done with kind of Elliot and Sharp and it hadn't been and and also moments where, where we genuinely thought the club was sort of days maybe weeks away from death if you like or a very very um precarious situation with administration and things like that um so obviously now the club's been bought um obviously we know that the new owner is is still somewhat of an unknown entity um but this has happened really fast he's come in he's he's appointed a a manager who has uh, an incredible record he's clearly a winner um uh, he's coming into a club previously under Swan where there was a mentality of losing. You know, we're serial losers. We we, we lost games, as you know, left, right, and centre, and, and we only just won an away game um, after 395 days um, last week against Halifax. So this is a huge step change. It's it's a man who's used to winning, and and obviously we'll learn more about him when we see um, his team play and, and things like that. And and obviously as people read into it more. But um, as I said, this this situation is where we've had people crying out for a new owner. And, and a change of complete change of direction. This has happened. The club has been saved. And on social media, after the appointment of, or at least after the rumours came out, and, and obviously after the kind of the, the sort of in, incident with uh, with Nelson on Humberside, we've had a lot of Iron fans slating the new owner already. Um, and this, I don't understand this. I understand that sometimes there's going to be some teething problems, and um, you know, it's a big step up for him. It's obviously a professional club. We were in the championship, you know, sort of 10, 11 years ago. Um, this is this is a massive step up for him. So, you know, as you said, Matt, it's, it's there's going to be a lot more media scrutiny. It's going to be a different beast for him to handle. But we've got to give him a chance, you know. And and 
we, we don't need to jump on his back as soon as something goes the way we don't want it. And, and, and it's, it's kind of already happened. You know, a lot of people wanted Nelson to stay, which is completely fine. You know, he, he was kind of getting results out of the players in an incredibly difficult time. But a new owner is always going to bring his own man in. And it's as simple as that. It's always going to happen. Um, anybody who thought that wasn't going to happen was you know, fr- quite frankly, very, very naive. Um, and it's happened. Um, and, and Nelson has obviously agreed to stay on a head coach. And that's kind of obviously been identified by Hilton as sort of the way to kind of uh, sort of allay some fears, I suppose, and, and and keep Nelson on board, which I think is definitely the right thing to do. And I think Nelson's deserved that full-time contract as, as the head coach. And he will obviously smooth the transition process for the new um, manager coming in and his assistant, and he will help with that. And he will obviously, um, you know, be able to kind of smooth the feathers of some players who, who wanted Nelson to stay in the managerial capacity, which obviously hasn't, but he's still there. And I think we've retained somebody um, who is really good for the club and will be good for the club going forward. So that's really positive that Nelson stayed and, and, and obviously we're happy with that. Um, but I think it's, it's you know, this is a completely new new regime. It's, it's very, very new um, for the new um, owner. And, and, you know, we just have to get behind him. And it's as simple as that. Like some people may not agree with this appointment, but what else can you do? Like forget about the whole sentimentality with, with Nelson. There is no room for sentiment in football. That is sort of, that has damaged us in the past. Let's let's not have that anymore. You know, if that's with players we want to keep for sentimental reasons, even though they're past the sell by date, or they're just quite frankly shit. You know, we don't want any of that anymore. It's a, it's a new dawn. It's a, it's a new regime. We need to get behind this regime, and and there will be rocky you know rocky roads ahead and things like that. But um, you know, we, we have to stick with it. And and you know, it's been a positive start. Look look at the man he's brought in. Look at his record. You know, and compare that. I don't want to sort of compare it to Nelson's, but Nelson's record previous to Scunthorpe as a manager was pretty poor. Um, So, you know, what else do you want? I saw, I can't remember who it was, um, who I retweeted earlier actually saying, you know, if Jesus Christ himself was appointed as the Scunthorpe United manager, Iron fans would still complain. I don't necessarily disagree with that. So I think it's time to just, you know, reassess the club has been saved. You know, we will have a club next season. We don't know where we're going to be. Hopefully we'll be in this league. If not, we'll be in the next league. But we, we've now got a manager who is a serial winner, who has experience of National League North of lower league football. You know, obviously he's, he's, he's kind of promoted last year in his National League North and he's, you know, kind of consolidated mid-table. That's no mean feat, you know. Um, but obviously the question marks are there is whether he can replicate that um, kind of winning form and, and results in a higher level with a fully professional club. But at the end of the day, this is how new managers are made in, in English football. Somebody has to give them a chance at some point, you know whether that's a physio getting a chance as full-time manager in the Football League or if it is indeed um, somebody like Jimmy Dean who's shown he's a serial winner to get the chance with a bigger club in a division above. Um, So I think it's a fantastic appointment and I'm really excited by this. And as as we said, this is something we kind of haven't done. We haven't gone lower and brought somebody unproven at a higher level, but we've done that now. And I think that, you know, this is potentially a formula that will really, really work for Scunthorpe United. And I think that, if we're going to stay up, um, you know, the signings need to come in next next week, um, this week, whenever you're listening to this. Um, obviously, we're recording on Sunday evening um, and they've got to come in fast. And I think that's, as, as far as we're aware, that's that's what's going to happen. Um, so it's it's going to be a very interesting week. And I think that this is a really, really good start. And I think it's, it's time for the fans to get behind this. Um, and I know they have done it. And I know people, a lot of people turned up, um, you know, 
at the game at the weekend. So we're definitely moving in the right direction, but just like trust in the decision-making process, um, this is different. You know, we, we kind of had Swan and, and when Swan came into the club, there was sort of no questions asked really when he started flashing money around and people were very, very happy with that. And there was no massive scrutiny that I can remember. It was a long time ago now, obviously kind of, you know, before the podcast. So um, it's one of those things, but, you know, get on board. Um, it, it's it's going to be a hell of a ride, I think. And, and, Look, just look at those stats for 64% win ratio, four promotions, three league titles. It's absolutely outrageous. You can't ask any for anything more than that at this level. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think, as you say, the stats are great. Um, and to be honest, I'm quite ignorant to the to the sort of non-league. Um, I'll be honest, never heard of the bloke really before last week. But but one person I do kind of respect their opinions is is the Peterborough chairman, you know, uh, Darren McAntony. And I think he's kind of um, said before, I think he's spoken about him on his podcast. I think he's he's been in the press saying he's one of the best managers in non-league. Um, and you've only got to look really at sort of the players that Peterborough brought through um, from non-league. You know, that guy does know non-league and, and I kind of value that opinion. So I think it, it does look, as I say on paper, it does look a good appointment. It does look um, something we can get behind. You know, I think it's, quite um, exciting as you say I think well, the players at the moment the players are buying into sort of Nelson's method and from what I've read I think he's going to be fairly similar you know I don't think anyone expected Peterborough Sports this year to, to do much in the league um, as you say Matt, I think they're mid-table at the moment um, having done some sort of quick quick research into it today I think he's kind of got sort of um, you know them against the odds performing quite well and I think Ultimately, at the moment, in the situation we're in, that's what we need here. Um, I think Nelson has done that. Um, but I think if this guy can, can come in and, and take it a step further with, you know, Nelson and five or six new players, then then that's great. Um, but again, you know, we need to get players in the building. Hopefully that tax bill's paid. And then um, once that happens, hopefully we can do some business. But as you say, Matt, I think it's, it's very important that... It got done quickly if it was going to get done, and and that's maybe you know he's he's acting quite quickly. He's, he's got the deal done. He maybe could have handled it a little bit better, but I think you know in this situation, probably giving the benefit of the doubt, given um, you know he needed to get it done, he needed to get a manager in place if he was going to do it, um, because at the end of the day, every day at the moment is is key, and every day that ticks by, you know we're we're a day closer to to the National League North, so. Um, yeah, I think we've just got to get behind it and, and fingers crossed, um, yeah, they'll they'll come good. I mean, I've got a mate of mine who supports um, Russian and Diamonds or, or the club that they've become since they folded. Uh, and he's he's sort of fairly high up within the club. You know, he does, he essentially does the equivalent of this for them, but also he's essentially like their media officer and things like that. You know, he's, he knows the chairman, all of this business. Um, he says, you know, Obviously, he has a bit of a knowledge of this league, and he's watched it for years. And you know, and, and they're in the same league as them. And he says a very difficult side to play. You know, Peter Sports and and the way that Dean plays is you know it's difficult. He likes to keep it down if he can, um, but also that he's not essentially got a sort of a set way of playing that he, he will just sort of adapt to what what he has and and from from his knowledge and what he's seen. So if if that is correct, then you know I think you know great, let's go for it. Um, should we turn our attention to the to the game then against Bromley and talk about that slightly? Um, annoying. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For myself, I had a prior commitment, so I didn't actually manage to get there, which was very frustrating that it fell as the... Uh, the first game under the new chairman. Um, Matt, you were there though. Um, let's maybe start with the crowds and, and the atmosphere because you were expecting it to be a bit better. How, how much better was it? Yeah, it was great. You know, I think um, it's been good really considering the situation we've been in even last season, although maybe numbers weren't great. Uh, I think the atmosphere, you know, the, the lads behind the goal have, have kind of really got behind the players even when things weren't going on, going well on the pitch. So um, I don't think anyone can kind of question that I think uh, everyone has been really good in, in that regard but I think yeah yesterday it was just um, yeah it was it was completely different completely different feeling around the place um, really good atmosphere obviously an extra thousand you would say on the gate looking at the the gate um, and behind the goal for once you know that middle section looked looked full like it used to do so there was a time in the second half you're standing there thinking you know considering where we are bottom of the National League um, it was it was a really good atmosphere, and uh, hopefully that can continue. You know, got some really big home games coming up, and I do think at the end of the day that that kind of backing that they got um, probably just got them over the line and and got the point in the end, um, because you know <clears throat> Bromley did have a decent spell in the second half. I do think at, at half time we were probably unlucky not to be one or two ahead. I think we had a couple of good half chances and played some really good stuff. Uh, but then they came into it a little bit in the second half and, and probably deserved the goal. But I think it would have been unfair, really, if, if we didn't get anything out of that. But I do think, um, you know, we talk about the 12th man and, and things like that, but I do think that was the case. Um, and I think even their manager, you know, um, sort of referred to it in his post-match, just saying it, it was absolutely bouncing all afternoon. And, um, you know, we're going to need that from now until the end of the season if, if we are going to do anything and we are going to stay up. But I think, you know, from Hilton's point of view, he'll look at that and he'll he'll be really happy. Uh, you know, thousand extra on the gate. You know, I was expecting a bit of a boost, but I think that was probably more than I was expecting. Um, and yeah, everyone was kind of getting behind the team, and and if that carries on, then then we've got half a chance. But um, but yeah, a lot better. It was um, it was a lot better, and uh, yeah, hopefully it continues. Unless we return to the team itself, you're saying there's a couple of players having some, you know, some of the best games you've seen them play, Butterfield especially. Oh yeah, I mean, first half, I think that was probably, you know, we know he tires, we know he tires, and I think um, Nelson, you know, he seems to bring him off at the same time every week. I think he he obviously sees the same as as the fans. Um, you know, sometimes I've not agreed with it uh, when he's when he's taken him off, but I do think, you know, for me that was his best sort of 45 in in an iron shirt. Really, I think he was. And just levels above uh, 
they, they couldn't get the ball off him at times. I thought he was really good on the ball. I thought sometimes when, you know, when we've criticised him a little bit, I think it's not when he's had the ball at his feet, because we all know that he's he's good on the ball technically. Um, it's probably the dirty side of the game, you know, tracking back, making tackles. And I think, especially that first half, it was a really kind of committed performance as well. And I think, you know, it, it was for everyone. The whole the whole team were on it yesterday. Um, and they were they were really fighting for the shirt. And that's all we can ask for. But I did think his performance, especially in the first half, was um, was great. And I think we're going to need that because he is a player with a hell of a lot of ability. And I'm not saying he's he not put the effort in, but yesterday, for me, there was a noticeable difference. And I think if he can carry on like that, um, you know, we, we know he's got the ability, we know he can kind of pick a pass and, and he's, he's not batting in front of goal. But I think if he adds that kind of uh, bite into the into the game as well, then then he's going to be a good asset in the second half of the season. Uh, but yeah, there were there were quite a few. I mean, it's they all played well, to be fair. Yeah, well, Whitehouse is the one that, that gets the goal, isn't it? But and and you know, he's only just come back into the squad, played the night as well. But you know, I'd say a man of the match performance in the game that was on TV, and then you know, you, you get the goal here as well. He, he's a different player now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he is, and it's. Who knows really what's what's gone on there? Because obviously he was maybe not fit, uh, but then he he was training and he was sort of I'd heard he was back fit and just just kind of been overlooked for whatever reason, whether it was attitude or whether Dawes just didn't fancy him. Because I think it was when Dawes was manager when he was just frozen out the the squad entirely, uh, and I think really he's probably. Um, Proved that he's he's a valuable member of the squad in the last couple of games, and I think he's done his talking on the pitch. Um, you know, he's kept things simple, but he's he's been there. He's got stuck in. He's 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 done the simple parts of the game and given that back four a little bit of protection. Um, and obviously he's, he's taken his goal really well. And I, I thought he was just offside, but I've seen it again. It was very tight. And yeah, he deserves it because he's had two really good performances. Um, you know, it's just a shame because if you think if he was in that squad, if he was in that midfield um, and he was playing, you know, like this a couple of months ago, we might have a few more points on the board. But, um, you know, it's all kind of ifs and, ifs and buts. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's been good. Yeah, maybe just uh, before we sort of round this section off, maybe just a quick comment on one or two others. We're getting one or two back from injury as well. You know, Feeney has, uh, came back in and, and Hallam, of course, the other night as well. Well, somebody, um, obviously this is probably just wild speculation, but I thought I saw somebody suggest on Twitter that the reason Feeney and, and kind of Whitehouse hadn't been playing was because of the um, appearance um, bonus they had in their contract, um, which is a bit weird, isn't it? And I'm not, I'm not saying this is the case or not. Um, but obviously Feeney kind of came on and, and provided the assist for the goal and, and whatever you think about him. He's still a good player at this level and he still will produce moments and magic. So it's, it's kind of good to have him back. Um, and, and obviously, as we saw from kind of Whitehouse, he's, he was really good, nice finish, and and um, yeah, and he was really really good, and he's he's a good player, and we, and we thought that at the start of the season, mm-hmm. kind of first game against Yeovil. I know this is ages ago now, but you know that that here Butterfield and Whitehouse looked really really solid, looked really good, um, and obviously that's not been the case across the season, but he's kind of come back into it, and and you'd like to think that you know fitness um, kind of permitting he'll, he'll be kind of a key player for. The, for the rest of the season and I've always thought it was pretty good so um, that's good to see him back and obviously we spoke about uh, Hallam in the past with inj- I mean is, is this is this the time where he actually doesn't get injured I mean we'll we'll see we, we don't really know but I mean we know that there's there's some quality in there it's just that he's got legs made of paper hasn't he so it'll be nice to see him get kind of a, an extended period in the team and, and get his fitness back and you know it, it, he, he's not he's not 
kind of kind of say the cliche and he's not going to be like a new signing because he isn't because we know what he is and he's played for them before. But um, I just think that you know I he if he can keep his fitness, he, he he will be decent. He'll be useful. We we know he won't, but you know just speculating. Um, yeah. Um, so it's kind of good to see good to see him coming back. And we need the support really at the, the end of the day because the, you know the minute look at the squad and um, we're playing a seventeen year old up front. I know he came on from the bench, but um, you know we are very very thin. And and obviously that's going to be addressed this week, and it's going to be addressed at pace. And it will be really interesting to see kind of what we get and and. Obviously, we expect there to be a mixture of kind of players from lower leagues um, and a couple maybe coming from Peterborough, Peterborough Sports and and we, we don't know about the rest, but um, it, it will be interesting. The dynamics is going to shift so much, um, but we're going to end up with, hopefully, a team of players and a manager with something they want to prove. And that's always a really good thing, especially at this level and especially where we are at the moment in this league. So we'll just have to see how we're going. Yeah, I think Feeney, again, similar to Butterfield, really. I thought he, he really put a shift in when he came on. At times, I've been a little bit critical of him. But I do think, as Matt says, you know, he has got the quality. It's just whether the application's there. And, you know, I think yesterday it was. Obviously, he put a good ball in um, for the goal and he looked bright. And I think, you know, we do need as many experienced players around the squad as, as possible. And um, he's been missing for a long time. So, you know, that that was a boost. Um I think it's just talking about players that had a good game. I think um, Wilson again, because uh, again, he was another one that I wasn't too sure on. Um, you know, hold my hands up. I, I didn't think he was ready um, at the start of the season, and um, from from what I'd seen, but you know, he, he's doing really well. Um, I think first touch, absolutely brilliant. Um, most of the time, he's he's good with the ball at his feet. Um, I just think at times he maybe does a little bit too much in front of the goal. I think yesterday. He probably should have hit one in the first half, and, and he decided to check back, um, and it just gave it just the chance had, had gone really, um, and he had one in the second half as well, which he was very unlucky with. It was it was a fantastic save, but I do think last few last few weeks, you know, when Apta went, I was a little bit concerned, but I do think we've got more than uh, an adequate replacement, um, and I think he's yeah he's proving me wrong to be honest, and and he's looking a good player. Obviously not the finished article, but um, but yeah, he's looking more than capable at this level. And uh, I think you know, he does frighten defenders because he's got a lot of pace and, and he is tricky with the ball at his feet. And it, again, similar to Apta, similar to that sort of Lee Hodges mould, um, very low centre of gravity. And, and he can just kind of, he's gone and, and he's away. And, um, you know, I think he's going to be a key part between now and the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, really pleased with, with his progress, really. Well, next up, obviously, we've got Barnet at home. So I, I'm really looking forward to that one, actually. I think atmosphere will be good again. Um, Friday night, obviously, I could, that moved, didn't it? It moved from Saturday quite a while ago. Um, new manager. I hope we're hearing about these signings. I, given how fast the chairman's moved with the manager, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we're seeing the first of these signings announced tomorrow. And, it, you know, I wonder, might it be a completely different team next week? <clears throat> I hope not. You know, I, I do hope not. I know we do need bodies in. Um, but I think you can go too far as well, where you know you, you kind of upset the sort of atmosphere that, that's building and that Nelson's built. Um, but I do think you know we, we do need five or six. Let's let's be honest, um, and and hopefully they can get the tax bill paid, and the sooner the sooner they come in, the better, really, because you know as I said, we kind of we're running out of time, and uh, the sooner they can come in and, and kind of settle, um, and the manager can get working with them, then uh, then the better, really. Yeah, I think 
You're right, Matt. I think it's it's it's, it's that balance, isn't it, between kind of the the, the sort of recent upturn in form on, under Nelson and, and the need to bring in players because the, the squad's very light at the minute, um, and and obviously we're going to need attacking options um, because it's something we, we really don't have at the minute. So um, let's hope that those are the things that kind of addressed immediately. It'd be interesting to see what he does with the goalkeeping situation, where he wants to bring somebody in with a, a bit more experience uh, versus Foster, but obviously Foster's done really really well. So um, that'll be an interesting one. We know there's the big kind of Premier League clubs look at him as well um, but you know credit to him the way he's performed at such a young age um, but it'd be interesting to see what, what they do with that um, but yeah I think the obviously the order of the day really is, is kind of speeding and getting these these players in we've got what 17 league games left this season um, so every game really now is um, one that we need to get points from if we're realistic about about staying up and obviously the next three year and um, at home Mason away and, and, and Dag and Redwood at home are, are three very important and, and very uh, games that we can get something from uh, and obviously we've got Wrexham after that which is going to be a little bit more difficult but um, realistically those three games we really need to be able to perform and, and, and bring something bring some some points in or, or it's going to look a little bit bleak um, but yeah we need that balance um, and, and that's up to the, the kind of new owner and and um, the new managers to provide with the new signings, and, and I think it was um, uh, Hilton's interview with Humberside that he said he expects the tax bill to be settled by end of play Monday, and he's already been in contact with the uh, with the National League um, to obviously speak about being able to sign players as, as as fast as possible. So, as you said, Brad, expect this to be um, expect this to happen pretty soon. Just on that, obviously, games coming up. I think there's some winnable games, and to be honest, you know the way we're playing at the moment. Um, I mean Bromley. I think they were they in sixth before before the game yesterday. Mm. Um, for me, you know, not not great. Um, I know teams can have off days, but I do think you know every every game. All right, you take away sort of the top three or four in the league, who are kind of you know class above. If you look at Chesterfield, Notts County, and and Wrexham, you know, you're probably not going to pick much up against teams like that. But other than that, um, I think the majority of games are winnable when kind of on it. And I think we do need some help, obviously. Striker-wise, um, Wilson, it's not ideal. Wilson, if he's going to play up there, he needs someone kind of alongside him, a bit bigger to kind of hold the ball up and, and just help him out a little bit because against some of the, the bigger centre-halves, you know, he's not going to win anything in the air. We've got to change how we play. But yeah, I think if we, we get some bodies in, I think all those games are win- winnable, really. We've just given ourselves a hell of a lot to do and, and that's the that's the worry, really, because you know other teams ahead of us have, have got games in hand. Things seem to be turning round on the pitch at the moment, uh, but it's just whether we can get the bodies in, you know, get get them blended in with with the current players, and um, you know, all being well, um, start picking up some points. But yeah, it, it's whether it's all kind of too little, too late. Uh, hopefully not. Um, and you know, I think everyone's a bit more optimistic than we were last week. I think if if you know if if it if it doesn't happen this year and we don't stay obviously there's not you know it's, we don't want to be in, in another lower league however you know you can be pretty well assured that that kind of the players obviously that we bring in now will also be able to perform at the lower level and, and if we can retain any players from from this season as well but also the manager has got that knowledge uh, as you said Matt um as well that kind of highlighted there by by Peter, his league Peterborough's chairman as well, saying he's probably one of the best in, in, in lower leagues. So, um, you know, obviously we don't want to go down, but sometimes um, going down, I know we 
just gone down, but going down to that lower level helps to kind of galvanise the club and the fans. And, and, you know, would you rather lose most games in the National League or win most of the games in the National League North and come back up as, as a re-energised club with a with new direction and, and kind of a lot of momentum behind them? And it's, it's not always the worst thing in the world. Obviously, we'd rather stay up. However, the club is secure and, and the manager is now in place with the kind of the, the credentials and the pedigree to hopefully perform at this level and um you know it's, it's it's a relatively exciting time but let's hope we stay up in in the first instance and and this week will be really interesting with the, the kind of flurry of transfers and, and kind of more maybe some more news coming out of the club around kind of the structure that that um hilton wants to go with and things like that so it should be a pretty exciting week yeah you know, you know i think relegation again although it's looking likely real there's a there's a strong probability looking at where we are and kind of um you know the other teams have got games in hand, things like that. The, the problem is with that, if you go down again, you've got to look at things, whether we still stay full-time. Um, you know, the, there's massive cost implications. So it's very interesting. Obviously, he's, he's got a plan for that. He said, um, didn't he, on, on Humberside, you know, we're planning to stay up. But if not, uh, we, we've got a plan for um, the National League North. Uh, but I do think, Again, I mean, he's talking about, um, you know, the the um, maybe too many staff and things like that at the moment. We've still been run like an EFL club. Well, um, if he thinks that now, then then there's no chance that we can carry on like that next season. So I think, you know, ideally we, we do need to stay up. I think it, I know what you're saying about kind of galvanising uh, the, the town and things like that, but um, but I don't think it would be would be great. Um I understand what you're saying, but but yeah, if we can stay up, I think um that would be that would be ideal, although it's a big ask. Um and you know, I listened to Hilton, he didn't give too much away, did he? Um on his first interview. He's got a lot to sort and I can understand that. I don't think he's he's gonna kind of reveal his plans um straight away. Um I think in time, you know, in the next couple of months, fans are gonna to wanna to kind of understand what the plans are. I think there's obviously more pressing matters at the moment with you know the tax bill, the um, the wages at the end of the month. You know we, we've got those to sort, um, and then you know planning for players coming in, and, and obviously the manager's done, but you know that they'll need to sit down this week. So I think it's going to be a busy week in terms of you know finalising those bits and pieces and and trying to get a squad together that can give us the best chance of staying up. So um, I think you know he's got a lot on his plate at the moment. Um, and I understand that he's not going to go into to massive detail um, straight away. Um, but yeah, as I say, I think moving forward, there, there are things, for example, um, the land and things like that. People are going to want to understand what the plans are with those. Even if they're not immediate plans, um, you know, people are going to um, rightly be asking those questions as, as they asked of Peter Swan, really. Um, so I think, yeah, very interesting period coming up. First of all, we've got to make sure we've got a squad and uh, a management team to kind of get through to the end of the season and hopefully do the do the best we can to get as many points on the board to escape relegation. But if that doesn't happen, I think, you know, we're in sort of February now, aren't we? So, um, you know, it would be nice to hear a bit more of a, an idea of where he sees the club and, and what, we, um, what we can expect from him moving forward. Because it... To me, it sounded like he was going to be quite hands-on, uh, although he said he wouldn't get involved too much in the football side. Um, but I do think at the moment he feels that it needs a lot of work to turn the club around. And I think we all know that. But I think there's going to be some big sort of decisions in the next few weeks. You know, we, We're looking at Turnbull. Can we kind of afford to keep him on? Um, what's his role going to be if we do? Those kind of questions. 
um, are going to start coming up. And um, yeah, we'll we'll see. But it's certainly a, a very interesting time, and um, I'm sure more will become clear in in the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely is, and I think we'll just leave it there then. So, yeah, very interesting time, and I think it'll be a very interesting week. Obviously, new manager Jimmy Dean in charge. We've only got to wait till Friday for the next game. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this. And as I said at the start, if you've not heard that episode already, we are working on it to try and get that that episode up um, on the on wherever you listen to your podcast. So hopefully we'll have we'll have done that by the time you're hearing this. Uh, thank you for listening to this. We'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 